Tim, is this the bonus audio? This is the bonus the audio. The audio before the show? Yes. Our producer, Wang Ming, is he's, staring at us from down the hall. He's like he's We're waiting for the camera to turn red. He's trying to sneak in. This is streaming camera. Oh, no. Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, good to be back in the studio, as if we left. Yeah, <laughs> we, we just good to finished be here. a special, special, special edition podcast, podcast on the Spiritual Growth Guide. Yeah. But now we're back for our regular edition. Yeah, cool. And uh, man, we got a few things to cover. Um, as we mentioned in the special podcast, our Spiritual Growth Guide is available. Check out that podcast. Let us know if you want the new updated, revised, and enlarged edition. Yeah. And we'll get it going your way. And it, it's going to be attached to a Wednesday night ministry night at the church, 6.30 p.m. It can be on Zoom, too, if you want to join us by Zoom, near or far, wherever you're at. Um, so there's that going on. Today cool. is Epiphany. Happy Epiphany. Happy Epiphany. The light shines upon you, Tim. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's shining yeah. upon you, too. Straight on your hair. Hey. Hey. I know. I know. You've been teasing me I, about my hair. I... I have. Oh wow! Just that's put my that's hat a good on, looking so. hat. Do they call that a skull cap? I don't know what they call it. Mm. I call it. I needed to keep my head warm at Brewfest, and this was available. Ah, which is so. coming up in February. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Uh, well, a community that, event. What? A community <laughs> event. That's a good thing. So, um, well, happy Epiphany. Uh, we are to be people of the light. The great light is our God and our Lord Jesus Christ, and. Yeah, it's a it's a holiday connected to the Magi and the wise men. We're not going to spend too much time on it today, but not a lot of people celebrate it. We've done some more things in the past. I was looking at my memories, um, my photo memories. I don't know if you ever do that. Yeah, yeah. My my email every morning says you took this picture umpteen years ago, and I'm like, yeah, thank yes, you, email. Yesterday, my seven years ago, yesterday was twenty one inches of snow in Kalispell. In Kalispell. Yeah. Wow, twenty one in a day. In a day. Less, wow. Well, less than 24 hours at that wow. time. That's yeah. a lot of snow. It was a lot of snow. <laughs> um, well, mine was a, a couple of years ago. We burned some Christmas trees in the parking lot. Remember yeah, that? yeah, I do. Um, and that was that was fun. And that is a tradition in some places to like have bonfires on Epiphany. And some places have the gift giving on Epiphany yep, instead yep. of Christmas. And some people have the wise men arriving on horses and bringing yeah. gifts to townsfolk and kids yeah. and and we, we've done some of that stuff in the past. This year we didn't. Um, uh, maybe we'll do it again in the future where we have wise men coming with toys and gifts. Yeah, and just a couple of years ago we did something yeah, like that. And it's we kind all, of fun. We all walked together uh, down we to do the little chapel thing? with lanterns yeah. and different things. And we like to be entrepreneurial. Is that the word? I, can't, I have Something a like struggle that. saying that, but we'd like to, okay, to I, change it up. I can't hear you, you very clearly, <laughs> so I'm just going to go with it. I said your hair looks great, Tim. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, he I've just took working. off his hat for our radio listeners. Yes, yes. We're actually not on the radio right now, but our audio our listeners. Our audio listeners, okay. there you go. Producer Wa Ming is in the house. He's off count camera as usual. He's actually learning uh, a new piece of technology that yes. we have that we will keep on the wraps for now. For now. <laughs> on the low down. In is that how they it say it? Low work. down? down low? Uh, the down low. The down low. The DL. The low down. <laughs> the low down say, is when I'm going to I'm going to give you the low down on the spiritual growth guide. Oh. And then I tell you all about it. And the down low is the you don't tell. The down low is you don't tell. So about they're the opposite. It. So they're the opposite, yeah. And download is different. Download is different, yes. Okay. 
Now the question is, is do we down? do this bi-monthly or no, sorry. Oh, don't. Yeah. We had and that is discussion. Is that twice really. a month? Or okay. Twice? <laughs> so it is epiphany. Um, and epiphany also gets kind of um, associated with, bung, I had an idea, you know, I had an epiphany. Right. Or like, because like, like light yeah. gives you clarity, like, oh, mm. I can see this. And that's why you say you have an epiphany is the word means to light, phanos, epi, upon, like your epidurus is outer skin. So the light shines upon is literally what epiphanos or epiphany means, right? Do you know how nerdy you sound? No, no, I don't. I was just like overcome by, wow, wow what a wow, nerd. 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 <laughs> so my point is epiphany is a time to celebrate that God does make things more clear to us, teaches yeah. us things, reveals things, gives us his light. And we think that happens in the newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wow. What well, an interesting no, no, transition. No, no but we, we, there's, uh, <laughs> there's good content in here. Uh, there's, there's articles. There's pictures from our wonderful Christmas program. Uh, there's our health and safety protocols, which some people may think is opposite of the light. I don't know. But we wanted to be honest about where we're at, and so that's in there. Um, there's community stuff as usual. There's a Malden update, a bit about spiritual growth guide and Wednesday ministry nights. So this is coming out soon. Like if you're listening to this on Thursday, you might get it in your email this evening. Yeah. So, um, cool. So newsletter, Tim, as always, thank you for doing that. Yeah. I want to, I hate to go backwards, but just back to epiphany. Epiphany. Epiphanos. Epiphany. (laughs) I love, I I, I was nerding out with you, so okay. I was just giving you a hard time. No, I thought it was good. great. But um, I've been noticing, uh, I don't know if it's here at church or uh, a combination of places, just like the idea of light keeps showing up in my life, I think. Mm. And, um, it's better know, than darkness, Tim. Yeah, well, our Advent, when, when uh, the, the church board gifted us, the staff, with Advent devotionals, right. and I got a. Mine came with a couple of prints. Um, mine did not. Yes, no because offense. you said yours you would not appreciate. It'd be wasted it. On it would be wasted on you. It's too pretty. And mine uh, has lyrics from. Um, Is it a little? Oh, town little town of Bethlehem. Yeah. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light. Um, and and so I've been thinking. I have those in my office, and I've been thinking about that. And then that John the, and John. One, uh, I think it's John one. There's all, several different verses that that talk about God being, you know, light and light. Uh, mm-hmm. The darkness cannot overcome the light. And in my like social media feed and uh, in and different script places, I'm encountering scripture like that particular verse in John just keeps showing up. That's good. <laughs> um, and it's just yeah. really encouraging. And mm-hmm. so I just wanted. To, I think Epiphany is a time to. To, to recognize that, right? That God mm-hmm. is the light that comes into the world and, and, the, darkness. and, and the darkness can't overcome it. And, um, Amen. I just, I don't, it's just been weird how it's been popping up in my life. I just figure that's because God thinks I need it. Good. So, yeah. And maybe th- somebody out there needs it too. So. I think so. I mean, be encouraged that even though there, there is darkness, um, take heart for, for Christ is greater than the darkness he's Amen. overcome. And, he comes into the darkness, right? We, our whole theme for Advent was God with us, like the God who come into this world that has darkness. But, um, yeah, the darkness is not going to overcome him. 
that is connected to our message Sunday because we're going to yeah. talk about Judas and uh, and the darkness of evil. Yeah. So I don't know if we should segue to that. Are we ready and to go to our text yet, or do we want to talk about? Some no, other it's all good. Uh, um, and there's an interesting. Well, it's at the end of the section this week, and it says, "And it was night, night. or something like that." Right? Yeah. The, the so, section ends with, "And it was night." So. Basically, to set the scene, we're in John 13, verses 21 through 30. Uh, it's after Jesus does this uh, marvelous, surprising thing. He washes the feet of the disciples, um, acting as if a servant, as a servant mm. to them. Yeah. Um, and yet he also, in the midst of this meal, announces that there's a betrayer in their midst. That And, uh, and so the scene unfolds, and Jesus is asked, Peter wants to know, and Peter to John, has John asked Jesus who it is? And then Mm -hmm. Jesus says, the one who I dip this bread and give it to, it is he. And then he basically dips the bread and gives it to Judas and tells Judas what you're going to do, do quickly. And yet none of the other disciples particularly catch on. (laughs) They just think Jesus is telling them some more instructions about going and buying some more food for the rest of the festival. And... And then Judas leaves, and then it ends with, and it was night. Mm. And John doesn't miss an opportunity to tell us in in the gospel um, when it's dark. Like when Nicodemus leaves in confusion in John chapter 3, it tells us it was night, you know. And so this is a, a dark time, and yet, again, the darkness is not going to overcome uh, Jesus' plan. In fact... He is allowing this darkness of betrayal to be part of his plan. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of weird to think about? Like, it is weird. He's yeah. not being taken by surprise here. No. This is very clear uh, from all the gospel accounts. Yeah, and, he's, and he lays it out Yeah, right there according to John's recollection. Like, like you were saying, well, somebody's going to betray me. He doesn't name names, so to speak, but it's like it's going to pretty be the, close. Though. It's going to be the person that I, you know, dip it's the bread and hand it to, him. and he does that and hands it to him. <laughs> it's like okay, obvious. <laughs> and people debate how many of the disciples heard that. Did they know what kind of betrayal it was going to be? You know, for sure they didn't get all of what was going on later on. And Jesus said this just in the prior section after he washed their feet. He referenced that the betrayal was going to happen, and he said, basically, I'm telling you this so that later you will know. That I knew. Mm-hmm. And that's a deep thing to think about. Like, So he knew, and he wanted to reveal to them at the moment that he knew he knew, but reveal it in a way that he knew that they wouldn't know. <laughs> Does that make sense? He's so smart. <laughs> I don't know if I should say yes or no. <laughs> okay. But you get what I'm saying. Yes. Like, he, yes, yeah. he knew exactly how to thread this needle where... He couldn't tell them too, too much where they just got it and like, oh, are you saying Judas is going to get you arrested? Peter and John Let's and James would have just started yeah. beating Pummel Judas up. <laughs> like, you know, so... Because they're a couple... Yeah. I, I, I can't guarantee that's what they would have done, guys, but they, they would have tried to just, stop yeah. it. Sure. And Jesus is not letting it be stopped. In fact, he tells Judas what you're about to do, do quickly, which is strange but when we understand the whole story from the perspective later after the cross after the resurrection we know that it was all part of the plan yeah. um but they didn't know that as it was unfolding right so 
we're going to explore that in the message, but I, I encourage you to explore it before Sunday. Read it. Read, read the larger context in John 13. Read as far as you want after it and, and uh, you know, pray on it. Ponder, what is Jesus up to here? Because I, I really think the Judas story is a difficult story to think about one of Jesus' close confidants, or if we could say betraying him, uh, and yet the Holy Spirit inspired this difficult story to be remembered. He didn't he didn't let he didn't let the early church erase it out of the history, you know. And they had to be selective in what they wrote down, and you know because they couldn't write down every moment or everything Jesus did. In fact, John refers to that in the gospel yeah, near the end. end he yeah. says, you know, yeah, there aren't pages enough. Basic, yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. He, we, so, so this is one of the stories that all four gospels, in one way or another, wanted the Judas betrayal in there, right? Yeah. So, um, but why? What do, what do we have to learn from a betrayer? Surely we would never do that, right? I mean, you know, and I think that's one of the lessons to learn is like, watch not, out, be careful. <laughs> I think the disciples learned that. I think, I think, can you imagine how they were, you and I were talking about this earlier, about how that probably marked them for the rest of their mm-hmm. lives. I yeah. mean, like, that, that their Lord and Savior was betrayed and and peter you know also denies jesus but then gets reinstated um but these things mark the disciples and i think as they dedicated their lives to sharing christ after the resurrection um the the things they look back and say oh look at these lessons jesus was teaching us Mm, about how we will be tempted to betray how will we be tempted to deny him and and we cannot fall down that slippery slope as as our our predecessor or not predecessor as as Judas did. Let's just say that um, because I think the Judas thing largely took them by surprise, and so I think it was a huge lesson, yeah. difficult lesson. Yeah, um, you know, and betrayal I think is always it's always difficult even to see it over there. You know, somebody else whatever you can watch it and you oh, can see, to see it, how painful and difficult yeah. it is but i think what you're keying in on then though is that this is something so much closer because this is their their friend their co-disciple uh, somebody they've been walking they've been walking together with jesus and he's been teaching them and then to have the betrayal be so dramatic I don't mean dramatic. It's, it, big. It's not a. It's not a little betrayal. It's a betrayal that leads to his arrest, uh, try to Jesus's arrest, trial, crucifixion. Uh, that it must have just been incredibly uh, difficult to um, to live through that, to reflect on that. But then, as you said, it's included in all of the gospel messages. Yeah, they could have just, you know, told the story and somehow he got re- arrested by the religious police and the religious kind police of whitewashed that part handed of it. Him. But, like, of oh. course, that's not the way it ha- happened and they included this part because it happened and because we need the lesson of it. And and I think it teaches us that we can't hide from the dark and difficult stuff. In fact, mm. God can grow us most deeply through painful experiences and bringing us through and out of them. That if we think we're just going to grow from success to success, that's not usually 
how it works, you know. Um, and and so I guess you could say 2020 and 2021, maybe they are fertile soil for us to grow. I mean, if you've had some struggles, if you've had some dark times, if you think our communities or churches have had some dark times, well, perhaps we have. Maybe that's really fertile soil for God to teach us some some deep lessons about truly trusting him and learning how to reconcile with people. And God, God allowed these difficulties just like he allowed um, the Judas betrayal. There's no denying of that in the story. And, and so God's not, God's not a God to waste pain. Mm. I heard Rick Warren mm-hmm. talking on that lately in, in the Carrie Newell podcast. He's not a, a God to waste pain. If we will look at it and say, okay, God, what can I learn from this situation? Um, God may not like what caused the pain, might be an evil thing. I don't think he liked what you just did, but he allows a certain agency or certain ability for us to make decisions. And therefore he, though he knows and he's over above it all, he, he's going to find a way uh, to make that part of his plan. And uh, yeah, so pondering this story uh, is super important. So the, the sermon's going to focus in on, on the story, but then on what can we learn about evil and how to deal with it and not accidentally kind of fall into it because i don't think anybody wakes up like those you know villains on cartoon shows like <laughs> how can i be a really bad dude today or a dastardly you dude. know i want to be really good at getting in trouble you know i mean <laughs> um I, I i think there's very few honest to goodness sociopaths or psychopaths like that but i think a lot of us are a mix of good and evil and sometimes there's something that we get involved with that we rationalize as good or we think is good, and it's really not. And I think Judas may have done a bit of that. Mm. We don't know for sure all of his thought processes, but somehow he justified doing what he did, you know. Yeah. Even if it was just for the money. Mm-hmm. But um, Cool. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the, I, the old Judas thing? I dare not go there. Have you ever woke up and thought, man, I just want to be a tool of Satan today? No. No. I mean, it's not like a life goal. I, I, I mean, I'm sure there's some wackadoodle out there that wrote that down on their life goals for 2022, but uh, no sane, healthy person wants to be part of tearing people down or betraying people. Um, and yet there's plenty of betrayal. There's plenty of tearing down. There's plenty of malice, slander, anger um, in our culture. And so it's happening. And it's not coming out of the, you know, just thin air. There are people that are choosing to be a part of it, people who are ourselves sometimes choosing not to see how we're a part of it, mm. you know. So hopefully this message um, helps with that. Yeah. Um, I was, um, in our scripture last week, there was uh, in uh, Simeon's uh, prophecy to uh, Mary, he says that um, the, the hearts of men would be revealed mm. through uh, what was going to happen to Jesus. And so it's interesting. I, I don't know. If you, if you get to know Jesus and you're connected to him and, and you're in the scriptures, then I think uh, he reveals those things where we stand in opposition to how he would have us um, to his way. 
which is better and, and greater than ours. We, um, and in order to do that, we have to let Scripture reveal things to us. Right, and yeah. that means you have to spend time in it. And that yeah. you have to really not just read it and understand it scholarly, but pray over it and then let it um, read you, so to speak, convict you, convict show you, yeah. you, like, oh, I'm falling short in that I'm not being patient in tribulation, or I, <laughs> or I, you know, I'm I'm not loving them as uh, I love myself, and uh, and then turn what you learn as you read scripture into a prayer. Lord, help me, and yeah, then yeah. turn it into action. Do better. I yeah. mean, this isn't just an ex- Christians aren't just practicing exercises of knowing more Bible knowledge. No, we're not trying to become Pharisees. We want to become more like Christ. And, um, but but the scriptures are there to help us with right. that, and. You know, you and reveal. Were, they're like light, right? They are. Yeah. I mean, you were just saying. You know, in our in our culture, there's. You basically listed one of Paul's lists of evil things. You know, slander and malice and anger and you know whatever. There's he he lists about six or different times throughout his letters. Yeah. Six or ten different times. I don't know all these lists about things that are not part of the Christ followers' life. Um, put away, he says. Put and he says, put them away. Yeah, get rid of them. You have to put them to death, mm-hmm. um, and and choose other things. And and he tells us that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't know. I was just drawing a little connection there between a couple different scriptures yeah. that we've. I don't know. So, so the the key is um, letting God teach you where those things are yeah. starting to take hold, and because. It's not like they come down into your life all at once, like a big bucket right. of wrath and you say, oh, okay, I got to take it. It usually seeps in bit by bit, yeah. a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of anger, a little bit of a bad habit of slandering and people. It becomes and then, a, a foothold yep. for the evil to grow. You've given an opportunity, an opportunity to the evil yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it it grows if you don't deal with it. If you don't deal with it, right. So that's what we're going to talk about. And, and I would just uh, pray for you all that, that in your journey in 2022 that that it would be a year where you let God show you how to, to grow out of the difficulty and even grow out of lies that you may have started to believe and how he can use that uh, and correct that and make you a better version of yourself. So, yeah. Cool. All right. I think we're good. Well, sounds like a good, sounds like it's going to be a good sermon. I, I hope so. Uh, we Sunday... Sunday mornings, uh, we still meet in person. Wow, is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> even when it snows, even when we're like the post, viruses we're like rage the against the or world or whatever. Snow or sleep or... Viruses? Nothing will stop us. Well, we did stop for a year there. That was rough. But let's not talk about that. We're lear- we didn't really. We didn't stop. We did a lot of stuff. Let's not talk about Let's it. Let's not talk Let's about it. Let's just bury our feelings. Um, <laughs> so we, we meet in person, 9 and 11 a.m., 1.30 p.m. at Bishop Place. Yeah. And then it's also online, online. 9 and 11 or anytime afterward. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you meet at 9 or 11 when it's happening, there are live greeters who you can interact with and get information and they can answer questions and stuff. So that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. So. Cool. Great. Well, we hope, right. we hope you'll join us Don't forget uh, the newsletter on Sunday. Yep. Spiritual Growth Guide. Don't forget. All that good stuff. Yeah. That G- Judas. Happy Epiphany. Judas should have had one of those in a satchel. Spiritual Growth Guide. Everything would have been better. Might have helped him out a little bit. But he would have had to really 
learn. Well, know? yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just, they didn't have binders back then. You're right. You're right. And it would have been off, you know, carrying around the spiritual growth guide etched into tablets of stone. or <laughs> Just you know, gigantic. No, 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 they had parchment. Anyway. Papyrus. Yeah. <laughs> Papyrus. Whatever. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop Studios here in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. The rolling snowy hills. For now. Palouse, Washington. It's kind of slushing out there. Yes. But we wish that you have a blessed week, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.